Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. So the food that I've been making a lot of lately has been vegan mac and cheese oh God, that with, good. with whole grain pasta. And you take cashews, you blend them up into a sauce, some red bell peppers, that kind of stuff. So good. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. You guys, you guys. You're, this is going to be a treat. Today we have Daniel Ice on the LA Startup Spotlight for his new company, Bot Platform Co. It's a pivot from commerce, which is how I got to know him. And it's really exciting because he's a super talented engineer and he's been a part of the tech community for a really long time. And I am stoked to introduce you to Daniel. Hello. Hey, Esprit. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So tell me, like, go ahead and introduce yourself, your role, and tell me about your company. Great. So my name is Daniel Ice, and I'm the founder of Bot Platform Co. And we're WordPress for bots. So our vision is to allow you to come in, pick the functionality you need for a chatbot, um, write a script for it, uh, link up your Facebook page, and click publish. And what do you do within your company? I mean, I mentioned it. You're an sure, engineer, sure. but yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm the founder. Um, I'm a solo entrepreneur right now, and I'm looking forward to building out my team. And uh, yeah, I, I do everything right now. I write the content and I build the product. And where are you guys based? Uh, we're based in Playa Vista and working out of the WeWork office there. And how big is your team? Right now it's myself and then two other developers. And how did you go about finding your developers? I mean, that's a lot of trust, right? Yeah, it is. So it's a combo of, you know, I've been, I've been CTO of a couple companies and really gotten to, to build a network there. So I have a few people that I've worked with in the past and then a little bit of outsourcing as well. I mean, one thing I'd like to touch base on before we move forward is, like I mentioned at the beginning, I got to know you via commerce.io and now mm -hmm. you've pivoted to Bot Platform Co. Tell me why the pivot and um, a, just a little bit about that journey because so many people, there's thousands of people listening and I know I can personally resonate with like, okay, things got to change for whatever the reason. So tell me a little bit about your story. Why the pivot? Great. So Commerce.io is e-commerce over text messaging, and it's still fully working and everything. And what, what we realized is that messaging was blowing up in a way bigger way than we thought it would. And it's always exciting to have that happen. But the, the payments piece, which we, which we focused on, is really only a subset. And so we wanted to take all of our learnings from, from building out payments over messaging and apply them to, to the broader bot message uh, space. The, the other thing we realized is that bots are really the new web pages. And if you're not familiar with what a bot is, um, an, another name for them is chatbots. And they really let people have a conversation with you. The, the web the web was great because it allowed mer merchants and, and a lot of other people to take a lot of information and share it with people at scale. We're now approaching a place where we're going to take conversations that we've always been having offline and through email and through other things and scale them up with these chat bots or these messaging bots. So Commerce.io was a, a stepping stone by building out the payment technology, getting an understanding of the bot e ecosphere, uh, 
and then and then really working up from there. Now, as far as I know, and it sounds a little bit different the way you're describing it, a bot has always been kind of like a robot or someone on Twitter that like it's not a real human. It's kind of a programmed thing to either follow me or to give me a pre-programmed response. So the way you're describing the term chatbots for those people that don't know, including me, what does the term chatbot mean to you? Is it are we no longer talking about a systemized robot communicating with us? No, it's it's definitely still a systemized robot. Um, but the robots are becoming much more flexible and much more powerful. Um and and so uh, I've written a couple of articles on Medium. Uh, you can you can check out the the Medium articles. And what what we're really seeing is that the first generation of chatbots happened a long long time ago, and and they're just totally for nerds. So we'll leave that part out. But the the second rebirth of chatbots, people tried to add artificial intelligence or AI to the chatbots, and those still aren't really that good. So, so what we're able to do with some of the more advanced uh, messaging platforms like Facebook Messenger and Kick that are coming online is we're able to guide the users through a much richer experience by providing buttons. And uh, I know buttons sound really basic, but uh, you know, if you want to schedule a haircut, you you text your barber or you you go to their Facebook page and you click schedule, and that activates their bot. And it you know it says who would you like to schedule with John or Andre? So you click Andre because you know he's he's your stylist. And it says, what time would you like? And you say today at four. Now, this is where the intelligence comes in. And this is a language, this is a part that people may or may not be aware of. It's called natural language processing, NLP. Sometimes I say it backwards as NPL. But NLP allows the computer to look at that and using machine learning, uh, figure out that by today at 4 p.m., you mean, you know, we'll say August 22nd at, 1600 if we want to get like military time right. about it and and then it takes that request and it compares it to andre's google calendar and it says oh andre already has a time there but he has a booking open at five so the chatbot would reply hey can you do uh, an appointment at five you reply yes it says thanks daniel and it knows your name daniel because you came in through uh, facebook and facebook shares your name it doesn't share a lot of other data but but your name is good uh andre will see you then and so we just replaced having to pick up the phone and call people. And, and chatbots are really helpful for areas where, where there's a lot of really small jobs that, that don't quite equal like a full-time job. Totally. I mean, I know that I programmed the We Are LA Tech private chat to have a bot via Zapier that when someone new comes in, that it says welcome and it has the We Are LA Tech icon. So like people kind of know that there's someone new in the group. So everybody already existing is prompted to like say hello and engage in conversation. Is that the same as a chatbot? Yeah, that's a single function chatbot. And, and the deal is that you guys, the, who knew I was so cool that you, I knew how to do a chatbot. <laughs> and, and that that's really the goal of bot platform company is we're, we're here to make chatbots as easy as WordPress, because when you build out a WordPress site, um, uh, you, you don't know it, but you're, you're adding tons of HTML and JavaScript and CSS. And, and there are a lot of really technical things going on. And the way that we're really thinking about it is there needs to be an HTML language. We're calling it bot markup language for chatbots. And this language is going to be a lot simpler to write. But even if that language is still too complicated, once you can get it down to an HTML-like language, you can build on all the tools that everybody uses, like like WYSIWYGs 
And um, well, okay, what's WYSIWYG? Because WYSIWYG. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. So WYSIWYG is where you can you can type a web page just like you would in Microsoft Word, and it stands for what you see is what you get. And so we're we're building those WYSIWYGs and all of the user friendly features needed to make chatbots powerful. That's amazing. And um, for those of you who may not know him, and I know, Daniel, you're familiar with this, there's an OG LA techer who now does live in the Bay Area, but Andrew Warner, he is definitely OG LA tech, and he just did a whole presentation on chatbots at a conference in Minnesota called, I think it's called Converted. Is, is that, am I right? Yeah. And um, so I will reach out to Andrew and see if there's a link that I could include in the show notes as well from Andrew's presentation on chatbots. But this has been really cool because it's the first time on the podcast that we've talked about bots and chatbots well, and everything. Andrew actually uh, said of my article, this is the future that we want for chatbots. That's awesome. So, so he he, read, he got to read my article and uh, he's really st- uh, stoked about what we're doing and it's really great to have some validation from someone like Andrew. A hundred percent. For those of you who don't know Andrew Warner, he founded Mixergy, which was is one of the leading educational platforms online to learn how to grow and start a business and how to, to, to how to start a business, how to grow a business and how to take it to an astronomical level. He's an incredibly kind person and I've known him for a long time and I highly recommend anybody who doesn't know him to go check him out. Mixergy.com or Andrew Warner. If you just Google it, you'll find it. And we'll also include Daniel's links and Andrew's links in the show notes. But getting back on to our conversation, are you from LA? No, I'm not. I've been here about four years. And originally I'm from Texas, from Austin and Dallas. And yeah, I moved out here four years ago with, with my wife and we have three kids now. And uh, it's it's been quite a change, but really enjoy it. And why LA and not one of the other tech cities? So I've always enjoyed technology that's really practical, and L.A. makes technology that's a lot more practical. Uh, And I don't mean boring by saying practical. Uh, My background is in e-commerce and content management. And, you know, I've been out here. I've helped a couple of startups, uh, really enjoyed helping to found Violet Gray Luxury Cosmetics. And, uh, you know, those are the kinds of companies that I think L.A. creates, and those are the kind of companies that I like to build. What inspired you to create Bot Platform Co.? So so about three weeks ago, Commerce.io helped to sponsor the Botathon, and the, this was LA's first hackathon ex- exclusively for bots. And just watching all the developers get in there and spend so much time repeating the same thing, I would say that half of all the developers' time was spent simply connecting to Facebook or Kick or one of the other technologies. And I, I really want to make it a lot easier for people to build bots. They spend so much time just connecting to the messaging channel and not really adding any value. So my goal is to help people get uh, to be able to add value to their bots faster. So you're kind you're kind of like how people build a bunch of tools and resources for people to have um, mobile apps at their access if they're not a developer. You're kind of doing the same thing for, for bots. chat bots. Exactly. How has LA helped accelerate your growth? Since moving to LA, I've, I've found that there are a lot more people into technology than there were in Dallas. And I find the community is just really, really open. And and it's been really easy to get plugged in. You know, I've really enjoyed all of the We Are LA Tech ad- Adventure Club Yay! meetings that I've gone to and stuff. And, uh, y- you know, just there's just a ton to do and just really take one night a week um, or one night every two weeks and get out there and go to a meetup, go to an event 
and talk to people and really, really get plugged in. I was actually going to ask, what's the one event in L.A. that's a must attend, do you think? I, I don't know that I have a good one one must attend event. I, I think it really depends on, you know, like if you were building bots, the L.A. Botathon was definitely one of them. So I would just find like, like what's the direction you want to go and find the event with the most attendees or find an event that you think is going to be small small on the attendance side so that you can really get in there and have a good conversation. Like the Experience Club. Like the Experience Club, exactly. <laughs> if you guys want to look into the Experience Club further, that's wearelatech.com slash club. wearelatech.com slash club. We, uh, we take entrepreneurs, engineers, investors, project managers, UX designers all out to do cool things like horseback riding. And we're like going to an escape room tomorrow night. And yeah, it's just super fun. It's awesome. We didn't, we had like cocktails at the Four Seasons, super intimate. Yeah, it's really cool. And they're all like not a part party or a mixer it's all like eight people or like tops like 12 people so you can really get to know one another um which one has been your favorite one by the way i i like the hiking i like the hiking too it's so simple but it's so nice yeah i just you know i i do enough in front of a computer to where it's nice to get out and enjoy you know living in southern california we we hiked in um Topanga Mountains. That was yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. It was gorgeous. And it was just beautiful. Oh my gosh, remember sitting on those rocks? It was great, you know. Oh my gosh. We got we got uh, up on Eagle Rock. Yeah. Yeah, and and just really got to feel the wind and, and oh, all that kind of stuff. 100%. I'm so with you. I need to go on a hike now. Um what LA tech companies or talent have you come across lately that have really impressed you? Well, I mean, Snapchat is is kind of the obvious one. And then um, I'm friends with some of the engineers on Dollar Shave Club as well. Of course, yeah. Um, the, those are those are the two main ones. Uh, Snapchat because I, I really like what they're doing with the spectacles. Um, it's just it's a really. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah. So you know the spectacles allow you to take uh, pictures. Uh, they're they're kind of like Google Glass, only they they only do one thing, which is take pictures that go straight to your your Snap phone, and the or your Snapchat account, which is on your phone. So. It's really it's really smart what they've done. They've assumed the presence of a phone, and the really innovative thing that I like about it, and whether whether it works out in the long run or not, who knows? But it's that the pictures they take are round, and they said the only reason pictures are square is because we had to print them on paper, and so because they're round, you never run into like, am I going to take it uh, panorama or landscape? You can simply turn your phone and and see you know see that. So I think that's that's some really innovative thinking. That's cool. Uh, if you had one ask of the community, something that they could do, because there's thousands of people listening, so something they could do to support you in your success, what would that ask be? It would be to email me any ideas they have for a bot, a chat bot, at dice at botplatform.co. And I would just love to hear the kinds of bots that you're interested in. You know, one of, one of the bots that I built is called Idea Bucket. And it's ideabucket.io, and it's just a simple bot that lives in text messaging, and you can text it all the ideas you have, and it saves them there privately for you. And so you can add it to your contacts and say, you know, hey, Siri, text Idea Bucket. Somebody should make a podcast about bots. And it, <laughs> it would save that into your Idea Bucket. So that's that's kind of some of the cool ways where it's somewhere between an app and it's somewhere between a web page. And that's that's where bots will fit into our ecosystem. That's cool. And Daniel's also on the We Are Like We Are LA Tech private chat. So if you guys want to connect with him there, again, it's Daniel Ice. Um, 
Daniel, thank you for being Thanks a part of We Are LA Tech, being on the We Are LA Tech podcast. Yeah, it's always great to see you. It's exciting, right? It is. Like, this is like, I mean, we we got to know each other a year and a half ago or something. Like, yeah. you were, weren't you part of the pilot program of I, the Experience I was. Club? I went to the first Experience Club event. Ever? Ever. Well, I don't even remember what it was now. It, it was the hike. And and I went to a couple that of was the, it, That was the first one? Yeah. I don't even remember. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, they're all a blur. They're all, I think I've done over 100. Wow. It's insane. It's crazy. I appreciate you being in my life. Daniel has always been a huge support. I just think I'm so geeked about what he has going on and the passion that he just infuses. And he's so helpful. Like on the private chat, when someone has a question, he just like stands up and he makes sure that he's supportive of the community. So thank you for being on the show. Thank you. And thanks for connecting everybody. Huge shout out and thank you to Betalist. Betalist is amazing. I've used Betalist for my past startups. Betalist gains you early traction to your startup while it's still in beta. Go to betalist.com slash tech. That's betalist.com slash tech. Thank you for powering the We Are LA Tech podcast. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text 310-872-2423. That's 310-872-2423. We Are LA Tech, hosted by Esprit Devora, has been a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.